Hello, hello, and welcome to another week of amazing football action. And we're going to cover it all on the latest episode of the Yellow Card. Hi, Dipain. How are you? What are your thoughts on this past week's action? It was completely action-packed. And more so, let's start with none other than the Red Devils and the debut of the prodigal son, the one and only Cristiano Ronaldo, back at Old Trafford, the theatre of dreams, and back in the red colour. And back with a bang. And yes, all eyes were on Manchester United and Cristiano Ronaldo. He was certain to make his debut, I think, but whether he would start or no, that was the big question. And he was in the starting lineup. And the whole excitement levels for that game were at another level. Quietish first half till I think Cristiano Ronaldo got a little lucky, broke the deadlock, was in the right place at the right time. And after that, it was just United one way. They won 4-1 comfortably scoring goals. Bruno Fernandes also got a goal. So, three Portuguese goals for Manchester United. And uh, I think they were having fun. They, They themselves were, I think, at another level in terms of all the emotion and the hype that has been created with Cristiano Ronaldo coming in. And as a mark of respect to Cristiano Ronaldo, I think there were five other games going on at that point. And until Ronaldo had scored, none of the other teams had managed to score a goal. That's absolutely true. Even I actually noticed that because it was nil-nil. I think come half-time, it was nil-nil in all the games. And the only game that actually had a goal finally, just before half-time, at the stroke of half-time, was uh, United Newcastle where Ronaldo had had snatched that goal. And uh, absolutely right in terms of the hype. Uh, I think it was a very, very good all-round performance by United. They looked like the United of old, I dare say, and 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 Ronaldo's got this. He's he's brought with him this unbelievable belief. I would like to think because yes, the first first goal, you know, uh, I I think the goalkeeper fired a greenwood shot, and Ronaldo was there to tap it in. The second goal again, a pretty good goal. Although yes, I mean, I would think the goalkeeper could have again done a little better than with that. Uh, the third and fourth goals arguably better than the first two Ronaldo goals because Bruno. Fernandez hit an absolute screamer and uh, Lingard again uh, I, I think uh, uh, my personal favourite and obviously I'm being sarcastic in terms of uh, Pogba with a good touch Martial with a dummy and Lingard with a super super finish I'm really really happy that Lingard actually got a, a, a goal for United coming off the bench he's been in good form for England as well and he hopefully you know may actually do well this season with United so overall, a, a wonderful performance. Obviously, the third and fourth goals, while I think were stupendous, were probably overshadowed by the fact that Ronaldo scored, scored a brace and he scored a brace on debut. But as far as if you're a United fan, lots and lots of positive energy. Amazing performance by the team. And remember, Cavani didn't play because I think he he, just, he, had, he, he came back from, from international duty. Rashford's still out. So there's so much positivity and so much Still to happen if you're a United fan, and and trust me, I'm I'm not a United fan, and I'm still very very excited at the prospect of Manchester United, Ronaldo, and how this season is going to unfold. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they are on an, an absolute high, and it, I think even towards the end, even uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was trying to show off a little bit by uh, bringing on Van der Beek and Lingard and saying, you know what, I have all these guys at my disposal. I can play whoever, wherever. 
we have now a full squad and we are there for the challenge absolutely absolutely and 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 they look fantastic the additions because like i said because ronaldo has come in the additions of varan and sancho look good oh, i'm very excited to see how rashford's going to fit in once he's fit to play oh, you know uh, henderson i think has, has been unwell if i'm not mistaken but uh, de gea looks like he's is you know uh, may actually still be the number one this season so that's going to be interesting they've got cover all over they start the champions league uh, matches i think against young boys tomorrow so it's it's going to be interesting to see how the season unfolds for united and i believe if i'm not mistaken that they're actually top of the league right now so a lot a lot of positives uh, it, like i said if you're united so amazing amazing things happening and uh, a lot to look forward to and a lot to be excited about and and i'm sure you can sense the excitement in my voice despite being a scouser so oh <laughs> uh, absolutely and i mean not a word of criticism for manchester united coming out on the yellow card podcast tonight so that's got to be something new yeah yeah we we'll just we we we'll, we'll i can't say anything because as much as i would love to criticize pogba he's been in intrinsic form uh again or oh, credit to him for silencing for for managing to silence me on the podcast where i can't actually say much uh, to criticize him he's done really well uh, uh at the start of this season as well so you're right there's not not one thing which uh, i can actually criticize uh, man united or, or i wouldn't like to criticize them i'm i'm very happy for them actually absolutely let's let's move on to then the other home debut that, that was lukaku for chelsea and he scored a brace as well in chelsea's 3-0 win against aston villa a smooth sailing comfortable for chelsea all the way through well absolutely smooth sailing i think they had a home debut for for sol niguez as well if i'm not mistaken uh, and and very very comfortable uh, chelsea looking good in my mind chelsea at the moment and i know it's still very early on while they're not top of the league or the joint joint on on 10 points with with united i think and liverpool as well and out of the out of the only top 3 top 4 if you were to ask me right now chelsea definitely look the favorites the strong favorites to win um strong performances all around a wonderful team wonderful bench strength uh, a coach that knows exactly what what he wants from the players and the players love him too so uh, if you ask me today Uh, who I would probably back to win the league, uh, and and obviously I'm not saying that Man City aren't going to win, but but based on current performance and form, you would have to say that Chelsea are the team to beat right now, and Lukaku has filled you know that little gap that they needed for a striker. He he fits in as that final piece of the jigsaw, and I think it's it, it's going to be a, a a strong Chelsea side, and they're going to really give Manchester City a run for their money. Come. or the end of the season absolutely as you said uh, that lukaku coming in has just been that that final piece of the puzzle that probably thomas tuchel needed to pose a threat for the entire season and he's doing exactly that he's come in and straight away contributed to goals scored goals himself and uh, you can see how much better he is from the last time he was at the premier league so definitely all positive for chelsea there and uh, they they will definitely be close contenders and as you said current form they might look more threatening than manchester city who themselves got us 
pretty stable, solid 1-0 victory against Leicester. What did you think about that game? Well, like you said, at the end of the day, they got the result. A solid performance, a good 1-0 victory against Leicester. And they obviously know what they're doing. Um, a good start. They don't really, other than, and I won't say they don't have a centre-forward because obviously they have Gabriel Jesus, but they've not really replaced Aguero. And I'm just wondering at the back of my mind, especially given how well United and Chelsea have both started the season, whether that's going to come and bite Manchester City in the back because United have gone out and managed to snatch Ronaldo. Uh, Chelsea always wanted Lukaku and they've got their man. Are City going to end up suffering because they don't have that, you know, one major attacking threat in the final third? Probably not because remember they've, they've, they've done this last season where Aguero was injured or even when he was fit, uh, Pep opted not to play him a lot. So, it's not like, you know, they don't have the, the strike force or the uh, uh, sheer, uh, sheer power, bench strength and technical ability to go ahead and win this. But I'm just thinking at the back of my mind that, uh, and, and like I always say, you don't need to be City to win the league. You just need to be consistent to win the league. So I'm just wondering whether that could be a little bit of a hindrance from a league perspective. And I definitely think it is a hindrance if you are looking at City winning the Champions League this season. So uh, it, it's going to be touch and go. It's going to be interesting to see whether Pep and uh, Manchester City can maintain that type of consistency. Oh, and remember, they've still got Grealish and, and even without Grealish, they've, they've got a stellar side. So it's not like you need to send in. But uh, it, it's going to be interesting to say the, the very least, the pain. The fact that City didn't get in a striker and the fact that United and Chelsea have been able to do just that, get in centre-forward. Obviously, I, I call Ronaldo a centre-forward whether he loves to play there or not because that's what he is. And it's going to make this really, really interesting this season. So, I, I, I'm, I can't wait this out. I really, really can't. Yeah, no, I agree to you. agree with you on a, till a certain extent. Because while we're saying that, yes, Manchester City have not managed to get the striker, they still are playing really good football. They're still playing without their two key players in Kevin De Bruyne and Phil Foden. And even Sterling hasn't started most of the games. So, they have plenty of you know creators, scorers in that team. And we're probably just clutching our straws and trying to you know find a fault with Manchester City. But yes, it could be something that you know could hurt them. But I don't think there is any indication of that happening as of now. Absolutely, I'm, I'm, I, I, I agree. There's no indication as of now, but uh, it takes a game or two to turn things around. And maybe when when goes to the Etihad and maybe scores. And 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 United come out, we'll be talking about something else then at that time. <laughs> Let's see. We'll probably have to wait and watch. It'll be it'll be exciting for sure. Let's move on, Chirak, to your favorites. Liverpool versus Leeds, 3-0 at Ellen Road. Uh, good game, except for that one injury to Harvey Elliott, uh, which looked really bad the moment it happened. Oh uh, yeah. So as far as I'm really unfortunate because uh, if you if you remember uh, during the first episode itself, I said the Elliot is going to be uh, one of the hidden hidden weapons that Liverpool are going to start playing him a lot more. And uh, they they had started doing just that. 
he's come up with some really good performances and my heart goes out to him i really feel for him i hope he comes back really really strongly of this injury and i'm really hoping against hope that that could happen oh, probably at, at least in the second half of the season uh, because uh, he's going to be uh, instrumental for liverpool in that midfield uh, he's a really young kid very very talented and i i really hope that we get to see him again uh, this season sooner rather than later and definitely wish him a speedy recovery having said that from a liverpool side liverpool performance steady consistent back at one of the best uh, i i i think the only problem i had with that uh, w- with the performance was that that mane wasted a lot of opportunities and we could have actually gone 3 4 5 6 nil instead of just the 3 nil against leeds but uh, i think a good all round performance a solid performance got the result everything looks good uh, there was one little little time where i thought that maybe leeds could sneak a goal in was when bamford actually uh, you know got that ball from 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 the uh, halfway line almost and uh, uh, saw alisson off his line uh, and and i think uh, the ball was taken off thiago there so it, it wouldn't have really been pretty over there and uh, had leeds got that goal back but uh, having said that on an overall performance i think a, a very steady performance and uh, again you can see that that liverpool should hopefully be up there when uh, you know during the later stages of season 2 actually whether they i i i don't really believe they're going to win the title this year but maybe uh, you know top 3 top 4 they they, they should come and uh, with with the addition to of ronaldo to the united squad honestly i'm not sure whether they're going to hit third maybe fourth but uh, they looked good to be to be honest it was a performance that i'm pretty much happy with uh, uh, there will be Uh, for mino and uh, minamino to come back in as well we have a couple of other injuries as well now add one more to that with 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 elliot so uh, you know maybe maybe the second half of the season we can come back fresh and uh, you never you never know so a lot of positives for liverpool again uh, moving on from liverpool the pain why don't we talk about uh, you know the side that had uh, i believe the premier league manager of the month no losses last month and uh, a wonderful start but uh, lost 3-0 to crystal palace uh, what do you think of uh, spurs performance uh, 3-0 dropping at the hands of crystal palace so uh, well they've got kane but uh, i don't think they're doing much with him i don't i don't think kane saw a lot of the ball in that match as well i don't think he was get, managing to get the service that he requires or he, he wasn't really involved in that game and uh Tottenham were frustrated by Crystal Palace who have who did play really well and uh, they had their own uh, fantastic debut i think uh, Edward coming in at uh, 84th minute scoring within the first 26 seconds of his debut and then scoring another late goal uh, but overall i think yes i think the game really uh, turned you can say or just went completely in favor of Crystal Palace when uh, the red card was given to tanganga uh, it was this was the it was the second yellow leading to a red the first yellow was an absolutely stupid kind of frustrated tackle on zaha and then the second one was just i think it was just late a little bit reckless so two yellows red and then after that i think crystal palace took full charge of the game 
Absolutely. I don't really believe that. I agree with your comments. The only thing I'm going to say is Tanganga is a very, very promising youngster. Learn from from this experience and come back a lot stronger because uh, I, I for one, really, really like. Uh, let's see what the future holds for him, uh, barring this red. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it's happened to every player at some stage, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, it's just unfortunate at the time that it happened and what the repercussions of the that of that card were on the game. So that's about it. Absolutely, and I think that that pretty much sums up all the big sides. And uh, that I I think we want to highlight this time the pain. Uh, maybe we can we can you know to a to a week of Champions League football as well as Premier League action on the other side. It's going to be exciting. Maybe we can see whether PSG start with Mbappe, uh, Neymar, and Messi as as a front three. I think what's also going to be exciting is whether, uh, and I'm not sure whether people have picked up on this or not, but whether uh, Pochettino is going to use as his number one or he whether he actually favors Kayla Navas. So, going to be very, if you're a PSG supporter or you're newly interested in PSG <laughs> based on the side this summer. So, uh, a lot to look forward to this week. Um, so, that, that that's that. We I, I, uh, you know, uh, from, from my perspective, again, very, very exciting. And, and for me, still the most exciting is the fact that Ronaldo is back in that United shirt, <laughs> which I think is probably the point for the next uh, two to three weeks or so. <laughs> so, thanks everyone for listening. It's, it's fun. I, I've really, really enjoyed, uh, you know, talking uh, about this past week's action to everyone. And uh, yeah, like you said, Dipin, the first time that I didn't actually criticize United. So kudos to United and United fans. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. See you on the other side. Cheers and have a good week. Cheers. <laughs>